Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Completely Cedric. Today's episode is entitled, Why God? Sometimes we don't want to admit that we struggle with what God does, what he allows and doesn't allow in our lives to happen. I know I did and I'm for certain that my mom did. You see, my mom being a young woman with three kids already and me on the way, I'm sure she had bright hopes and expectations for me. All of that seemed to be dashed on the time of my birth. July 29th, 30 years ago. See, I was born one pound and 14 ounces, and that ordeal was rough. My mom was 26 weeks pregnant with me, and she had been in a car accident. So my dad and grandfather rushed her to the hospital. They were on their way to the grocery store. My mother was not in the mood to have labor induced. She was quite fussy from what my mom told me. So I made it through the ordeal of getting out. Then I had to be placed in the incubator in the neonatal intensive care unit. When I made it through that ordeal and my parents finally brought me home, I may have been about six months or so. My cousin happened to notice that I wasn't meeting the typical milestones. I wasn't holding my head up properly. I wasn't sitting, I wasn't crawling or anything of that nature. So at the time, my mom set up an appointment at the D.C. General Hospital, our public hospital back then, which is now closed. Then they brought, then the doctor came back with the shocking results of my mom's life. He told my mother that I had what medical doctors call spastic quadriparesis, which is otherwise known as cerebral palsy. It's a neuromuscular condition that affects the physical and and in some cases, cognitive ability of young children. Spastic CP is the most common type of cerebral palsy and it is more common in boys than in girls. My mother not really knowing what what that was and back then they did not give you brochures and pamphlets to take home. She went to the nearest library and read from a medical dictionary but she had no idea what to expect. 
My mother could never fully admit how devastated she actually was. My mom felt she had done something to me, not understanding that sometimes these things happen. Sometimes there is no neglect of pre of prenatal care on the part of the mother. These things just occur. As she would often say, I didn't drink, I didn't smoke, and this happened to you. I know many women who drank and did all kinds of drugs and their babies turned out fine. My mom would often rationalize and say, this happened to her because she asked to have a handicapped child when she was a little girl. I told my mom that God does not punish people that way. But I was not honest that I was angry too. I was angry at God because I could not fix my mother. My mother could not let go of the pain of being frustrated and embittered at God for cursing me, even though she didn't use those exact words at all. Those were her feelings. She felt like, in one sense, while God had blessed me in spite of, she wanted me to be quote-unquote normal. She wanted me to walk around and have fun and jump and play like the rest of my siblings. No matter what kind of milestone I made, it broke her heart that I was not normal like my siblings. It broke her heart that she never would share in things with me the same way she could share with my siblings because of the lack of mobility. The discrimination my mother and I experienced growing up was stuff that could be scarring. For instance, majority of my father's family rejected the idea of me being physically limited at that point. My aunt blamed her for it. My great aunts completely disassociated themselves from me on that basis, and my grandmother publicly denied me. And that tore my mother and father apart a little, being as though my grandmother already did not like my mom, and that was another reason why she felt they should not be together. 
My father, on the other hand, was happy to have a son, regardless of whatever physical difficulties and limitations that surrounded me. But growing up without my dad and having to always be reminded of the fact that I dealt with this condition was crippling. Always being introduced as, that's Cedric, that's my brother or my cousin, insert whatever relationship title you want. He's in a wheelchair, he has cerebral palsy, or he can't walk. Why couldn't I just be Cedric? Why couldn't I just be a relative, friend, son, or anything else? I was always otherized. The only time I was not otherized was around my lovely great aunt and uncle, Aunt Beulah and Uncle Randy. They never once mentioned me dealing with cerebral palsy to anyone. They just referred they just referred to me as their great nephew Cedric. I could not even see myself as a complete human because to be honest Nobody really did, only except in the facet that I needed to be taken care of. So I grew up silently angry, angry because I always felt less than all of my family members, not just my siblings, even my cousins. Although my cousins loved me very much and my siblings loved me very much. I always wanted to feel like an equal, not the cousin that needed to be helped all the time. So I grew a chip on my shoulder and an independent streak to prove that I was good enough. I even asked God, if you loved me so much, why did you allow this to happen? Why is my mom emotionally suffering? Because you you allowed this to transpire. You allowed my dad to be murdered and for my mom to raise me and my siblings all alone. But once I got to know God, I started to understand that God has a purpose for everything, even in the midst of turmoil. As for me, living living with this visitor of, of cerebral palsy has caused me great turmoil. Now, I am no longer angry at God but I'm being honest to admit that I was. I thought God hated me and looked at me as less than, and that he allowed it because 
this was some way that other people could humble themselves through me. Now I know that my thoughts were foolishness. That that is not a loving God. A loving God does not intentionally put that on someone for the sole purpose of forcing humility and obedience. However, I'm learning that God allowed it to prove that he is good and loving and purposeful no matter what it looks like. And I am now confidently and boldly proclaiming that God is still good and he does love everyone, including me. And I believe that I will be healed. I believe that I am healed and I shall walk without a walker or any other mobility apparatus. I believe it because his word says that I am healed and I am healed because he said it. I'm not less than anyone. I'm loved by God. I don't have to wallow in depression anymore. I don't have to wonder, does anybody want me? Nor do I have to blame myself for my mother's pain. I felt like a burden to her. And I tried so hard to make sure that she would not worry about me. But I didn't know until she passed that that was not my job. My job was to rest in God and pray for God to heal my mom's broken heart. And I believe he did. And God is healing my heart to know that I am okay even right now. Even though I need help. Even though there are others that have to bathe me and help me put my clothes on and cook my food. I am not less than because I currently need help. And although God has transformed me, I am somebody because he made me somebody through the gift of his son, Jesus Christ. And I am thankful for it. God loves you, everyone. Have a blessed day. Blessings.